And welcome to This Week in Gay. And I am your host, Anthony, from the Ashanti Only Lemon podcast. Yes, I can actually say that because we actually have posted a show this week. I got to tell you how shocked I was when a show popped up on my screen this week. <laughs> and that is the voice of my cohort, Mr. Seder69 from the Seder Spear. I was like, it's just in time for Easter, like Jesus raising from the tomb. <laughs> Wait, he heeds your what on her with her? What was that? Okay, first of all, let me preface this show that I am feeling very sick right now. Oh, sweetie. So I, Donna, I am his podcasting fuck buddy. Yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> Video where it's not true. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think we're going to Las Vegas for? <laughs> Woo! Um, but no, I was outside. I think I got a little bit too much sun. So I, uh, so you guys are going to be carrying the load in terms of the um, the excitement for this show. But anyhow. Uh, you know, that's so different. I, I rarely carry a load. Normally I drop one. Yes, uh, yes. Exactly. Oh, oh my. All right. Bad puns all around, folks. So, yeah, that uh, that was, like I said, that was the voice of Seder69 from the Seder Spear. Hello, everyone. Also known as Scott. You also are hearing the lovely voice of Ms. Donna Sugars. Hello, darling. BigSillyHomo.com. Oh. Also joining us are the ever reliable Mr. Brother Sinatus. Hey. And the ever, ever reliable Mr. Blue Jeans Guy David. Hello, hello. And I'm chopped liver. So without further ado. Well, at least you finally admit it. <laughs> let's jump in to the news. No one wants to take the first story? I have it up. All right, go ahead and take it, brother. Senator John Kerry advocates on behalf of married lesbian who may be deported. The Washington Blade reports that Senator Kerry is working to block the deportation of a Pakistani woman who married her wife in Massachusetts. In a redacted letter dated March 27th and obtained Friday by the Washington Blade, Senator John Kerry... Kerry, Democrat, Massachusetts, asked Secretary of Homeland Security, Janet Napolitano, that's just Italian, to hold in a – God, if I knew there was that many hard words in this one, I wouldn't have volunteered. Why do you think I didn't take it? To hold in abeyance the I-130 – marriage-based green card petition for the couple until the Defense of Marriage Act is overturned either by Congress or the courts. I know that you and I both believe that the entire family is worthy and uh, and recognition and respect. You got to do it in his voice. I know that you and I both believe that every family is worthy and recognition and respect, and no family should be torn apart based on discriminatory law. Carrie writes. See, you should have done the <laughs> Abide. Exactly. I'm, t- I'm telling you that he, uh, Margaret Show was right. He does sound like one of those tree people from Lord of the Rings. Abides <laughs> <laughs> will allow this remarkable young. I'm sorry, young couple to move forward with their dream of building a life together at home in Massachusetts. For some reason, I fell down and got my ass kicked. 
Okay. My only question is, I and it didn't really say. Now, obviously, I, I don't want to drag this out because I know that last last time I was on, it was a bit of a cluster. Um, does it say why she's being deported? Could be just her visas up. But I thought I thought if you marry someone in the United States, you can stay. If you opposite marry somebody. Yeah, if you are heterosexual, marry. But if a homosexual marriage is considered a marriage within that state, you figure that the same rules would apply. But it is not seen as a marriage to the nation. Oh God! So Events of marriage. What year is it? The, really? These are these are the laws. Well, you know what? This is actually a good thing because these are the laws that have to get put on the books. I exactly. Mean, this is the stuff that we have to go through in order to get the stuff on the books. So, um, I mean, Gloria and Jackie, uh, I, we wish the best for them, and hopefully, she won't be deported. This is why DOMA has to be struck down, the Defense of Marriage Act, because they're defending opposite marriage, but not. Uh, I hate opposite marriage. Uh, no, I don't hate opposite marriage. <laughs> I hate the term opposite marriage. I know, we know uh, what you mean. Because as long as that law is there, People, in this case, are still going to get deported. It doesn't give a rat's ass if all 50 states – oh, God, how wonderful would that be? If all 50 states said yes to uh, marriage equality, as long as DOMA's there, it doesn't matter. You still ain't going to get your taxes, baby. I'm just waiting for somebody to compliment me on my wonderful John Kerry impersonation. <laughs> I, I said it was absolutely fantastic. Thank I want to go watch – I want to go get my Lord of the Rings DVD right now. now. <laughs> Who's the attention whore? It was lovely. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. So, all right. Well, let's uh, we'll keep an eye on this. I'm sure we'll probably be hearing more for this story coming next week. So, on to Brazil. Donna, take us to Brazil. Oh, who doesn't love a Brazilian? Well, that was our Brazilian segue. It says that the Daily Beast, which, oh, what a fabulous name of a news article, reports on the surging number of anti-gay murders in Brazil. It says, though, the overall crime rate is in a down sharp uh, is down sharply in major cities, mostly because of their Olympic and their um, World Cup that are coming. Um, murdering of gays and lesbians are on the rise. It's especially acute in the most populous areas of um, there are some areas. Rio de Janeiro is the only one I can remember, and San Paulo, of course. Precisely where police have made their biggest dents in criminal activity in general. Attacks against gays have climbed steadily for most of the last decade. From the 272 murdered in 2011, which is one every 36 hours, According to the Grupo Gay Dubahe, a leading gay rights group that tracks anti-gay violence, this year the GGB, which oh, it's better than saying the actual name, the GGB reports that it's even worse with 75 murders in the first 10 weeks. That's one every 24 hours. The anti-gay surge uh, may come as a double surprise. After all, Brazil is not just famous for its uh, its bonhomi. I don't know what that Bohemian. is. Bonhomme. Uh, Bohemian. Was it? Oh. Bohemian. Oh. 
It, it says Bonhomie. Okay. Oh, Donna, it's... you're losing your gay card if you can't say Bohemian. <laughs> that is not how you spell Bohemian. Well, is it really? Girl, I've never had to it's, spell the it, it looks like That's it's a typo. Not... It looks like there's, yeah. there's a missing end. It, it's also home to one of the biggest organized gay rights movements anywhere, where activists pride themselves in rolling out the biggest gay pride parade in the world. But success has its price, as homosexuals have won a place for themselves. They've also become the most visible targets. So kids, this, listen up to listen to your uncle Anthony. Be aware of your surroundings. You know it's 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 okay to have gone, have fun, and celebrate all that new freedom that you get. But be very aware of your surroundings. Be aware of who's watching you, and learn to protect yourself because no one else is going to do it for you right now in Brazil. Well, the problem is Brazil is a dangerous place in general. Yeah. I mean, and as much as they say, oh, we're fighting to get the violence down because they have all this shit. I don't know how they got the Olympics and the World Cup, but I don't want to know how much money traded hands. I don't want to know. But uh, there was a circumstance. I'll just say it real quick. Uh, My brother had worked as a PA, and he had a friend that was telling him they were shooting this – what do you call the Formula One racing? And this guy was shooting this kind of TV show with the Formula One racing. They went down to Brazil to film this race. They were robbed at machine gun point by this gang. Wow. Uh, didn't kill any of them, but robbed them at machine gun point. And this was their compound. That The compound where they were filming was surrounded by these big chain link fence, these watchtowers to protect people. Still robbed at machine gun point. Then the same guys come back a few days later and sell them back their own equipment at a huge markup. Wow. So it's like this – that's the country. I mean, that's, that's. And in America, we call that capitalism. <laughs> Just without the machine guns. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a guns. dangerous country. Yeah, and here in America, we just do it through uh, uh, gold training partners. So. It's it's just it's very sad. So be, be kids, be careful down there. That's all I can say. Just if if we have any Brazilian listeners, first of all, hey, come visit. But second of all, uh, hola, <laughs> be be careful. So, I poppy. Hey. All right. I, I'm not saying that I wouldn't want to go because I hear that they they do throw a mighty fine party, but I'm one of those people that would be very careful. I will yeah. only go in a large group and I will stay with the large group and never veer off and never go into weird alleyways to have, have anonymous have sex with strangers. Have uh, some uh, pepper spray and. Uh... And yeah, just know where you're going. So only hook up with tricks in your hotel room. Do not go down that dark alley. Yes. <laughs> okay, I need to. I need to interject something here since we had a debate over bonomy, which is what that word is. Yeah. It means like pleasant, affable disposition, geniality, or exuberant friendliness. Oh, so it's not bohemian. Okay, right. I had right. the wrong word. Sorry. Yeah. So okay. That's Thank okay. you. We're all here. You're yeah. welcome. I'd never heard. Is that is it a Brazilian word or am I just retarded? It's got. Uh, looks like it comes from French bonhomie, uh, well. basically, or yeah, bon, good, home, <sighs> man. Oh, that's that's why I don't know it because you're, you're not retarded. Nobody here is retarded. That's force of habit, darling. Sometimes I just say that yeah, word. I know. I have a really. Not, I know. Not, I've got to stop saying it. But no, I'm not. I'm not always saying for that. I, want, I want you to make sure. Anthony's you right. No one here is retarded because we don't have all of our co-hosts here. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I really miss Joey. 
He was supposed to be on this week, so he'll be oh, back. I miss him. He's busy. He's busy getting fucked. Um, Lucky bitch. Speaking of getting fucked. Speaking he started his he started his diet and he's probably eating some child or something. <laughs> I think his diet is just having lots and lots of sex with his hot man. Give, give me that child. All right, anyhow, let's move on to Montana if you would, brother Sinatus. Do we okay. have to? <laughs> Sorry, it's Montana. It's in Montana there. Supreme Court to hear partner benefit case for same-sex couples. On oh. Friday, the Montana Montana Supreme Court will hear the case of six same-sex couples who have sued to have their partnerships covered by their package of uh, employee benefits. The Montana Supreme Court will hear oil, oral argument in the case of Donahue and Guggenheim et al. versus the state of Montana on Friday at the University of Montana. The session will start at 9.30 in the University Theater with an introduction to the case. Hosted by the UM Law School, the session is free and open to the public. Jan Donaldson and Mary Ann Guggenheim, along with five other same-sex couples in committed, intimate relationships, are bringing a constitutional challenge against several Montana laws under which same-sex couples cannot obtain the same public and private benefits provided to marry opposite-sex couples. So uh-huh. if you're in Montana, I guess you can go check that out. Go uh, yes. Go Montana. Of course, Montanans are very lonely, so that's why things like this are exciting. I never thought Montana was an actual state. I thought it was just this big gaping hole in the middle of nowhere, and that's what they No, that's you, in. Anthony. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I just Googled where is Montana. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's one of those southern uh, states, girl. No, it's one of those northern states. No, it's not. Mon- yes, Mon- it is. Mon- it is. Mon- it's it's <laughs> on the Canadian border. Oh, yeah, it's right oh, up by Idaho in North Dakota. Anthony, Donna, did you know that the Titanic was a real ship? <laughs> hey, hey, no, it's I'm not. not I'm not that bad. It's just a movie. A very bad movie, mind you. Lord. Um, So moving on. So (laughs) don't dig themselves further into a stupidity hole. Once again, I I, I, I quote, I do not have a gay card. I just have a gay passport. It's been stamped numerous times. (laughs) Honey, honey, you don't have a GED at this point. Uh, yeah. Scott, tell us about if, what Obama's doing. Reference for where Montana is, it's around District 7 in Panama. Oh, God. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm so hooked on those books right now. Sorry. Go, 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 go. I'm Team Petra. <laughs> okay. Obama refuses to sign an anti discrimination bill for LGBT oh, employees. It is the North State. I was thinking of Missouri. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This is coming to you from pinknews.co.uk. In a move that is likely to disappoint gay rights activists and liberal supporters alike, President Obama has decided not to sign an executive order that would ban discrimination by employees with federal contracts against LGBT employees. Activists say that the order had support from both the labor and justice departments, and the urgency of the bill follows from the fact that there is no law, as of now, that protects against discrimination on the grounds of sexual orientation or gender identity. 
While Mr. Obama supports the legislation towards this effect, there are insufficient votes to pass this through Congress. What will anger gay rights activists is that this stance departs from the so-called We Can't Wait campaign, <laughs> wherein the president saw it fight to sign executive orders on a host of issues, arguing that the administration couldn't wait for bills to be passed through Congress that Republicans refused to pass. We can't oh, wait. On. Yes, we can. We can't wait. Yes, we can. <laughs> Come on, President Obama. I gave you my vote. Um. Yeah, well. It makes me wonder what exactly he's got. There's always a plan. Well, a lot of people are talking about on some key – What we'll use the phrase key issues. He's waiting till he is ultimately reelected because who the hell is going to – elect any of the, those crazies from the Republicans. Um, you don't say it until it's over. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Don't, don't jinx it. Um, and, and let's take a moment to praise that Centaurum is out of the race. Hallelujah. But um, once he's reelected, then he'll have more sway to pass through some of these controversial things, supposedly. Well, we'll see. I, I yeah. hate that thought. I hate that it's you're elected in the office and your first term is you just like trying to lay low and do a good job. And then when you get your second term, that's when you get controversial. You have – you're the most important person in the United States. Fucking well, do what needs to be well, done. He even quoted – he was even quoted at one point saying he would rather be a good first term, one term president than – Try and play that strategy. Well, guess what? He hasn't done it. Yeah, well, he hasn't done a lot of things, and I could go into some all of the uh, uh, conspiracy theory stuff and whatnot, but I'll digress for this show. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> all well, I that's say that's is, a whole other show all, on another day. All I could say, yeah, it's called the No Agenda Show, but I don't star. <laughs> all I could say is. Um, don't think that Obama is our friend. He's just playing the game with all the other corporate elites. Oh, please. We all knew that he was – well, I mean if you're talking about gay people, we all knew that he wasn't very much of a friend to gay people when he was running against Hillary. Is, uh, oh, so I, I don't know why. Hillary's gay again. Do we really know she's gay? No, I'm not going back to that. I'm going back to the fact when it was Obama versus Hillary for the Democratic nomination, she made every attempt to include homosexuals in uh, her all of her efforts to try and get the nomination. Obama did absolutely nothing that entire time, never once talked to any gay press, never once brought on homosexual issues. He okay. avoided well, gays like the plague okay, the entire so, time. So let me – so I'll play the devil's advocate here. So he has though – reversed the hospital decision for people to see their partners in the hospital. He has attended numerous HRC sort of type of events. Um, of course, he's... And he did get rid of Donas Hotel. He did get rid of Donas Hotel. Oh, Donest please. That, that was never going to last. I'm just I'm just saying. I, 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 first of all, I don't think... Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he's our friend, but... I, I say that the problem with that is – And you want to know the real reason I think Don't Ask, Don't Tell was gotten rid of? To bring back soldiers, to get soldiers that they had kicked out, bring them back into the military because people who want to come into the military, for the most part, all the people that are going into the military are uneducated people. And those – and the people that are being kicked out of the military are the smarter ones. 
I I can't. I have to agree with you there, Donna. This probably. I'm sorry. Who wants to go into the military? Who wants to fight and die? Unfortunately, it's the stupid people. What? Because there's no whoa, good. Whoa, 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 whoa! Not necessarily. Hey, hey! I'll not... tell you right now. I've met I... a lot of people that have gone to the military, and they're dumbest stumps. And there are. I'm not saying that it's all of them. But if you have to look at the, the, the people that are saying, I can't wait to go into the military, you're not talking about the people, the intelligent people who could be making a difference. No, you're talking about the people who probably barely finished high school. Well, I think they also wanted to reverse Don't Ask, Don't Tell because they need somebody to add some decent currents in those racks there over in Afghanistan. I mean, Jesus. Have you seen the drab there? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Sorry, that joke wasn't vetted. All right, moving on. Next story, David. It was it was a repeat of the first story, so we're just going to jump to the federal lawsuit uh, against Nevada. Oh, thanks. Okay. Sorry. My my bad. A gay rights group has filed a federal lawsuit today uh, against the governor of Nevada. Republican Brian Sandoval in a bid to extend marriage rights to same-sex couples in the state. The lawsuit has been filed by Lambda Legal Defense and Education Fund, claiming that eight gay couples are subject uh, to discrimination as they are unable to marry in the state. Only eight? There's only eight couples that want to marry? Uh, well, there's only eight one? couples who can afford a legal defense to. to oh well, I, I guess. Um, uh, Tara Borelli, a lawyer for the firm, said that the 2009 domestic partnership law sends a message that their families are not worthy of equal dignity and respect. Nevada banned non-homosexual weddings through a ballot measure in 2002. Oh, I'm sorry, non-heterosexual weddings in a ballot. A ballot measure in 2002. The domestic partnership law of 19, uh, 2009 was vetoed by the then Republican uh, governor, Jim Gibbons, but was overridden by the state assembly and the Senate. And for those of you who don't know, Nevada is sort of central U.S., right next to California and Utah. I know where that is. Las Vegas is there. I've, I've driven to Vegas. Las many Vegas a is there, and then that's where we're going to be having our Pride Forty Pride Forty Eight celebration once again this year. So. It, but it's it's interesting when you look at Nevada, like how Vegas can be like this den of like like everything goes, and it's this fun and crazy place, and then like the really the rest of the state. I mean, other than Reno, the rest of the state is kind of blank. It's kind of. Well, I, it's a red, isn't it a red state? <laughs> well, I want to know why you have prostitution that's legal outside of uh, Las Vegas, but not legal inside of Las Vegas. You figured that would be the other way around, but but needless to say, back to the store. I guess this is uh... they got to have some place to go on their hunting trips. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah. So once again, we have. More and more lawsuits being brought up in different states, and one of these is going to make it to the Supreme Court. And keep going. Yeah, we'll see. We'll keep keep our fingers crossed that goes well over there. So, all right, on to David. Here you go. Now you get to read a story. Are you sure? Absolutely, sir. It's all you. Uh, I'll even mute talk about myself. Being just, liver. I'll, I'll, I'll just mute myself to make sure you have enough time to read. So, and thank you, folks. That's all the time we have today for this week in gay. Like to, oh, I'm sorry. Red hot poker. 
<laughs> Turn uh, sideways. <laughs> anyway. That sounds hot. Two outspoken opponents of equal marriage have started a new political action committee in Maine with the explicit and exclusive aim of campaigning against efforts to bring marriage equality to the state through a referendum this November. Paul Midori and Mike Heath, who have both campaigned against gay rights for nearly two decades and are secret lovers, have formed the No Special Rights PAC and are raising money to campaign for a no on the ballot measure that would see marriage extended to same-sex couples in Maine. Though the aim of Madore and Heath is not to stop there, but to campaign against gay rights throughout the U.S. According to the Associated Press, Madore said he opposes marriage equality because he considers it an attack on religious freedom. He added that homosexuality represents a culture of death on account of what he sees as its links to AIDS and because it doesn't bring forth life. And I also think Ace of Base sucks, by the way. Oh, it's been 20 years since then? Oh, sorry. Okay. Moving on. They began their campaign during the Gay Pride Week at University of Maine. And it was here that they first launched what they describe as the Truth Pledge, an 11-point manifesto, some of which are quoted below. And I'm going to have to adopt a southern accent because there is no other way to read these. I pledge that I will go to the polls and vote no on sodomy-based marriage in November. Find 10 people who each contribute $50 to the No Special Rights Pact before September 1st, 2012. God bless you. I use the term sodomy-based marriage and avoid the deceptive terms same-sex or gay marriage. Inform my friends and neighbors that the term same-sex marriage contains two contradictory terms and is therefore illogical, false, and absurd. Just please don't ask me to explain it because I don't understand what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> marriage is a covenant that is entered into between two people and is based on a difference in gender, and there can be no moral or legal right to a practice which defies logic, common sense, and the natural law itself. That's right, damn it reaffirmed at the Christian church's teachings to hell with the Catholics that a child must never be denied the right to have both a mother and a father. Opposed the hellish doctrine that parents of the same sex make better parents than parents of the opposite sex. An evil doctrine which is now being advanced by the homosexual rights movement. Opposed the introduction of homosexual indoctrination into the curricula of our schools. What the hell is curricula? All those damn $2 words. <laughs> Pray that God will deliver our state and country from this attack by demonic force and that marriage between man and woman will be restored to its rightful place of honor to the glory of Almighty God. Yeah! Everyone, you can see David in his one-man show, I'm a Country Boy, <laughs> located at the local uh, comedy club in Michigan. Saturday nights, tickets are $15 at the door. I would okay, like to so take a moment. I, I am at the Merriam, I'm at the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Definition of sodomy. Anal or oral copulation with a member of the same or opposite sex. So they're saying that straight people never have butt sex and never give blowjobs or eat each other out. Is that what they're saying? Well, they also – I mean it's also logical because what if it's a single mom or a single parent or something like that? I mean the the, the whole argument that um, you, ha you have to have both a male and female to properly raise a child is just ridiculous. So – as we've seen by that w numerous people who are very well educated by having two of the same parents, including that one guy that's become sort of a uh, figurehead. I think he was in uh, Montana. He was that yeah. that stood up with. No, I, know, I, know, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. 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 So. Well, let me let me finish. There's a little bit left on the story here. Um, 
it, earlier this year, gay rights groups did gather 30,000 signatures more than the number needed to put the issue to the vote during the election since November. And recent polls have shown that nearly 58% of the respondents are in favor of equal, equal marriage, though the state rejected the measure in 2009. So assuming these respondents actually vote, uh, this thing could be voted in by the people. Then, of course, you know it's going to be, uh, I don't know, tyranny of the people. Uh, I'll have to figure out what new coin term they coin. Ain't that the truth? Exactly. But uh, uh, I don't so anyway, I I really I'm not a huge religious person. I would really love to to talk to someone who is an expert in the Christian religion. I I I'm sure we'll never get one on this show, but yeah, I will right have to David. text. I, I really want to know how someone can sit there and talk about protecting marriage and the fact that it's this religious institution, which it's not, um, and yet the divorce rate by from straight couples is around 50%. A straight marriage is a coin flip. And you want to talk about the sanctity of marriage? You want to talk about protecting marriage, protecting children? That doesn't make any sense. If we want to do that, then we have to outlaw divorce. Yeah, exactly. Divorce illegal, and that uh, in this case, when they're always talking about and these— I hate to tell you this, but uh, spousal abuse and spousal murders will shoot up. You ban divorce. Well, yeah. But then they, I, they I, need to honor the sanctity of marriage then. Yeah. Maybe if marriage wasn't a joke that someone could be married for what? Well, How long was that Kardashian slut married? What, 52 hours, something like that? That bitch, I mean, yeah, you can't talk about the sanctity of marriage when that bitch made, what, $14 million off of what? How long did her marriage last? Well, see, we get, it's just, part of the problem is, is that there's, there's two definitions to the term of marriage. There's the religious side of it, and then there's the legal side. Marriage of it. is not a religious institution. But, uh, people, it has never I, been I, a Donna, Donna, girl, girlfriend, I agree with you. I'm just saying that people who are religious think it is a religious institution and they, they believe because they're uneducated hicks yes well we know that who probably will join the military <laughs> right. send well, your hate mail to donna at big silly yeah, i, was gonna I say, really want to this yeah let's have this out because i want to have it out donna you know of so a big strap religious in people dictating my life Donna, you know if a here, big, here, sister. big strap and military stud came up to you, you'd be like, ooh, hello there. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, especially if he's stupid. Really? Nobody – well, other than Seder, I don't want to fuck no stupid. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I don't want to get with stupid. I'll do a stupid person if I was saying Well, you have fun with that because once the sex is over – what is else is there? You kick him out of bed. Crack it. It's the front and door. That's what else too, is there. You're, you're two dirty whores. It, <laughs> for you guys, sex is something that's like quick and done. You know what? When it when I eventually get over my craziness and I finally meet someone and have that kind of connection, I want there to be something more than his dick in my ass. There has to be something more than that. Well, and if there's nothing in between those ears, I have no reason to even try. Well, that's a relationship. I'm just talking about just a fling. I mean, there's a difference between a fling and a relationship. But that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. I'm not show. a slut, so, uh, and I don't do anything well, half-heartedly. Girlfriend, that's good. Donna, I mean, Donna do you know what I want between their ears? My dick in their <laughs> mouth, between their ears. That's all I want. 
Donna, Donna, everybody has different different needs and desires in life. Sater and I are a little bit more predisposed to the uh, uh, just bend over and take a crowd uh, or give it. And you're a little bit more to the, uh, you know, want to settle down crowd. There's nothing wrong with that. Different uh, strokes for different saying, folks. I don't. I'm not saying that I want to settle down. I'm not saying that that's probably ever going to be my lifestyle. But if I'm ever going to be with a person, I want it. I want there to be more to a relationship, more to a conversation, more to me and him combining in any way other than just stick it in. Okay, now go. <laughs> If he's if he's too stupid to hold a conversation, I don't want to fuck him. Yeah, you know, and I agree with you because I kind of as I went on numerous dates throughout my life, and I just met numerous people who were just like, "Oh God, you just have you're just not intellectually up to the same level as me." And, and I'll tell you right now, I know some nerds. I mean, there are some nerdy guys who are some fantastic fucks. Oh yeah, that will from. From everything I've heard. And you know what? I would rather find one of those than one of those stupid, muscly, Jersey Shore, overly tan, steroidy, muscly, wife beater wearing freaks. Sater, take a note. We have have to figure out. Tattoos. We we have to make a game out of this at Pride 48 um, in September. There's got to be there's got to be a way like date Donna or something like that. We need to. We need... Scott's not coming because he has to be Julius Caesar. I am not playing Julius Caesar. I am in Julius I'll Caesar. Burn the theater down. <laughs> All right, but yes, uh, uh, Scott, uh, write down this. We got we got to make a game out of this somehow. I'll Dave. tell you what we need. We need a this weekend gay drinking game. There we get go. Me th- gonna get me through this show. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Uh... Sonic. On a tangent, chug it till she's done. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to die of alcohol poisoning. All right, on to the next story from Mr. Brothers. Brother Sinatus, please. Okay, Dateline Hungry fears over new gay disorder bills. Following similar developments in Russia, extreme right parliamentarians in Hungary are, have tabled proposals to outlaw public discussion of homosexuality. In parallel, the Budapest police have rejected a request to hold the annual LGBT Pride March on July in July 2012. A member of the far-right party, uh, Jobik, which holds 47 of the 800 and, or 47 out of 386 seats in the Hungarian parliament has tabled three bills to forbid the positive portrayal of disorders of sexual behavior, especially sexual relationships between members of the same sex. Two of these bills are constitutional amendments, which, which, which would forbid public events and speeches that promulgate what extremists considered disorders. The third bill would amend laws on advertising on the media on misdemeanors and the criminal code to to punish such propaganda. Basically, it looks like they're just trying to legislate. Something's going on in Russia. I haven't quite figured it out yet. There's, but there's, this is hungry. But this is hungry. Yeah, but but, but something's yeah. going on over in Europe, and I haven't I haven't quite figured it out yet. Or Adam Curry. Well, I still think they're trying to figure yeah. out what uh, what de- uh, democracies are and what they aren't. And um... it's very simple. Vladimir Putin, former KGB, is in charge. 
what needs what else needs to be said yeah but why would he be trying to create almost all this unrest right now like i said vladimir putin <laughs> former kgb is in charge no there's there's gotta be something else there's gotta be the, 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 why was he doing this years ago then he wasn't in control years ago. Did he get elected like two years ago? He's been longer than that. Yeah, a couple years. In the two thousands. He said he's had he's been around for a while, hasn't he? Yes. So he could have done this years ago. Why is it taking place now? There's there's got to be a, a secret reason why it's happening now. Every time he's ready David for comes World up War Three. Conspiracy III. theory. You need to take a drink. There we go. <laughs> My God, it's I would con- I would be drunk for a week. It's not conspiracy theory; it's conspiracy <sighs> reality. Ooh. No, no, no. Yeah, I, <laughs> Scott, I I would never sober up. <laughs> Dave, by the way, we had a wonderful discussion on my show about this, and my friends are also thinking I'm just absolutely off the wall. But if you want to find out what's really going on in the world, I highly recommend listening to Adam Curry's show. And thank him for allowing us to continue on the No Agenda Network. And we are actually, I forgot about this, we actually have a, a play slot for This Week in Gay on the No Agenda stream network. And I believe it's Mondays and Fridays. Um, you can go to noagendashowstream.com for more information. So once again, we thank Mr. Curry for his support and for providing me with such enlightenment of which everyone else thinks I'm crazy and is now getting drunk off of. So, thank you, Adam. We thought you were crazy a long time ago. (laughs) Hey, as my therapist said, you're not crazy, you're just neurotic. (laughs) All right, David, tell us about speaking of oh, gee, perfect. Speaking of Russia, tell us about the next story. Okay, yeah, after you basically stepped all over my story. Oh, I'm sorry. Russia has formally distanced itself from endorsing LGBT rights, even going as far as refusing to recognize such rights in a joint statement released by G8 foreign ministers. Uh, the statement which affirmed the fundamental rights to which people are, were entitled everywhere came after a meeting of the ministers in Washington on Thursday. The chair of the meeting said in the, in the statement, The ministers reaffirm that human rights and fundamental freedoms are the birthright of all individuals, male and female, including lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgendered individuals. These individuals often face death, violence, harassment, and discrimination because of their sexual orientation in many countries around the world, including the one in which they met. Uh, however, the statement had a footnote. The Russian Federation disassociates itself from this language, given the absence of any explicit definition or provision relating to such a group or such persons as separate rights holder under international human rights law. This morning, Sergei Ryabkov, uh, Russia's deputy foreign minister, went further. He said that under the pretext of protecting the so-called sexual minorities, in effect, there's aggressive propaganda and the okay, I can't keep it going, <laughs> and the imposition of certain behavior and values that may insult the majority of the society. According to him, there are no separate norms for the projection of people according to their sexual orientation or gender identity in international law. Earlier this year, St. Petersburg passed a law which would ban homosexual propaganda directed at minors to have already been prosecuted for displaying the sign gay is normal near a youth club. Other Russian regions have followed suit, and there have been calls for the law to be replicated at a national level. The Wall Street Journal has noted that according to a recent poll by the Levada Center, almost three in four Russian 
consider homosexuality an amoral mental deviation. In other words, Fox News said that. With less than half believing that gay people deserve the same rights as heterosexuals. So, there we go. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, Putin, former KGB, is in charge. And well, the crowd goes silent. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, get out of again. Russia. Sorry. Sorry. If, if, you're, if you're gay, get out of Russia. Well, exactly. No, but there's all great gay porn coming from Russia. How's that going to affect Russia now? <laughs> there's all this. Um, it won't be pretty. I'll put it that way. Well, I think somebody's trying to set up for a, a meltdown there as well. So. Well, I mean, Russia has been basically set up for a meltdown ever since the Soviet Union fell. Yeah. Uh, they really never made the successful transition back to um, a society that uh, supported capitalism and supported the kind of openness that um, uh, Gorbachev proposed. Uh, I mean, you know, he basically showed that the whole system was basically a house of cards. Uh, the unfortunate thing was really before... He could get people really ready for the realities of going back to a capitalistic, free market kind of society and economy. He just, everything just fell apart. And unfortunately, well, also, it really has never picked itself back up again. Well, plus two, Russia is so big. I think that the, the, and this is part of the problem, I think, with the United States with trying to induce any sort of change is that there's just so much land and so many people that you have to convince at the same time. So that's a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, how much do you think is just their idea of, well, I mean, Propaganda and what is legitimate news or factual news and the ability to differentiate between wackos and – oh, wait. Well, uh, yeah, but there's, a, there's, always, yeah. there's always some sort of – the corporate elite are always trying to do some sort of agenda and they're trying to use us as pawns in their game. And there's, there's, always an, uh, there's always an underlying to all the stuff that goes on. And I'm always curious when I, when I read about, especially with the Obama stuff, and I'm also reading what's in the chat room here. Where, you know, Veritable Virgo says Obama has, does, has done quite a, a lot for us. Go look it up. Um, that was like eight stories ago, Anthony. I know. I'm trying to tie everything in together. Bear with me. So... There's there's always there's always a reason why stuff is happening at a specific time or it's either a distraction or they're trying to get something accomplished. So let's watch Russia with careful eyes and see exactly what happens here because I have a feeling there's some other thing they're trying to accomplish here besides just reducing our rights and our abilities to be happy as gay individuals. Well, I mean, one of the key one of the key signs that a society is basically beginning to decline or at least a government is beginning to lose effectiveness is that they will start essentially trying to split people up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that oh, it, you it's mean almost like the United like, States has been doing for years. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we, and for that matter, Russia have been heading toward more like a fascist type government where mm -hmm. we're trying to keep people at odds with each other. And keep them divided and not united. I mean, that's essentially because anybody knows the more you keep people at odds with each other, the more you can basically can control them. And exactly. the more you can get away with a lot of really bullshit kind of stuff because, you know, 
they're not going to rise up. David, that sounds like a conspiracy theory. I don't know if I could talk to you anymore. I may have to go Excuse drink. me, I'm going to take a drink. <laughs> I actually agree with you, David. I completely agree with you. <laughs> well, no, it's not it, It's not even that. I mean, this has been proven in uh, psychological experiments. Right. right. Um, <clears throat> where when you expose, I think it was, sorry, David, Sager, David, rats. Second. I'm going to play draw something while you conspirize. Just let me know when you <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm talking about actual scientific experiments. Um, there was one done, I think it was on, sorry, rats. Um, How they dare you? I, I didn't do it. They did. Um, Come in, the, the they, water's fine. I they, kid you not, socks and boots just looked over when you said rats. <laughs> I bet so. It's like, you bastard. <laughs> that right. was my cousin. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, on this next story that Patrick wanted to read for some reason, and I'm going to read it here. In New York, pharmacy busted in massive $274 million Medicare scam to resell HIV meds. The New York Attorney's General's Office has announced that the arrest of Long Island Moms Pharmacists and three other Others who have been accused of reselling HIV medications, which have been paid for by Medicaid. The drugs resold on the black market may have been expired or otherwise unusable, putting patients at grave risk for potentially fatal infections. A pharmacist at the high-volume national HIV drug marketing business, which has sites in Brooklyn, Manhattan, and on Long Island, is charged, along with three outside conspirators, of running a $274 million black market venture. By relabeling prescription drugs of uncertain quality and origin, the defendants allegedly preyed on patients with HIV and cost the Medicare program $155 million in New York. Moms, whose patient is listed as... Allison Healthcare, a Melville LI-based company, billed New York Medicare for at least $155 million for these unusable drugs, according to the New York State Attorney General Eric Schingerman. The AG off I think that's how you say his name, the AG offices Allison Incorporated in the investigation. Marm's fire Mom's Pharmacy, which has also been an outlet in Castro, says they too are victims of the scam and will fully cooperate cooperate with federal Medicaid fraud investigators. The four men are charged with grand larceny, money laundering, commercial bribery, and other crimes. Update. A spokesman from Mom's Pharmacy writes us with a message. Anthony DeLuna, president of Mom's Pharmacy, said, as the alleged fraud was financial in nature, we have no evidence at this time indicating that the distribution of these products caused adverse health consequences in our patients. In fact, Mom's Pharmacy stellar track record, track, track record is improving patients' outcomes, clinical tests, and lack of patient or physical complaints during the time period in question all suggest that all drugs we dispense were effective. So I have a little bit of inside, I don't want to say inside knowledge, but I used to work at a healthcare company, and they actually were dealing with the U.S. government in one of their local um, mom and dad pharmacy shops were sort of selling drugs in the black market. And this was uh, basically a uh, – the, the U.S. government basically was charging this company I was working for money for not controlling the drugs even though it got to the mom and dad shop and they, they were the ones redistributing it. And my question was, well, why are we responsible for that when the mom and dad shops were the ones that were actually reselling the drugs illegally? 
And the answer I was given from my cohorts was is that, well, because we are the ones that actually provide it, we are the bigger company, we have more responsibility, and thus we have to help monitor all this stuff. So I say to you, my democratic slash libertarian friends in the room, is that an actual logical explanation, especially when it comes to our livelihoods? Do we have to rely on the companies, or should we, as users of these medicines, be educating ourselves and how to stay, you know, safe with our drugs. Is anyone still a little bit there? Of, I think a little bit of both. I mean, you're you're going to be depending on some companies just because typically you can't go directly to a drug company and buy the meds yourself. Uh, so yeah, you, you. I mean, it's both. You you got to keep yourself educated. I mean. Um, you know, I could argue education and safe practices will stop a person potentially from becoming uh, HIV positive. But when that, you know, when it does happen, keeping yourself educated about everything, you know, the therapies, the drugs, the side effects, the, the whatevers, and also really who you're dealing with. Right. Um, it, it's, you, there's just there's no time that you cannot not educate yourself. Um, when it comes to HIV prevention or therapy after the fact. So, you know, there's there's that. So, kids, listen to Uncle Dave and Uncle Anthony here. Educate yourself in every way, shape, or form. And don't just watch Fox News. In fact, well, that's watch, a given. Never watch Fox News. <laughs> that's a given. All right. On to the last story. Donna, if you will, uh, we're going to skip the one story we'll save for next week. But Donna, will you tell us about what's going on in San Diego? Oh, I'm sorry. I just woke up. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, well, now. Oh. You and me both, Donna. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, San Diego to get Harvey Milk Street. I think that's about all you really need to know. Yay, San Diego. Yay, San Diego. <laughs> Yay. All right. There, there I mean, go. come on, really? Do I really need to read this? Like, I mean, I think that has everything in there. Like, yep. gay people want to get a street called Harvey Milk Street. Was Harvey Milk ever in San Diego? <sighs> probably. You, know, you might have fucked someone from San Diego once or twice. He had to be. He had to be. He's probably. Does San Francisco have a Harvey Milk Street? Yes. I'm it sure doesn't... that Harvey Milk has been inside a guy named Diego. <laughs> All right, well, that uh, ending on that great joke. This has been This Week in Gay. For this week, once again, I am Anthony. Thank you very much for joining us. You can find out more information about us on thisweekingay.com. And uh, basically donate. If you enjoy this show, please, 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 please donate to our server fund. Helps keep things running nice and tight here at the household. Uh, And remember, you can always join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific at www.pride48.com. Exactly. Chat room and everything. I mean, we – although I I apologize. I haven't been – haven't been keeping up on the chat room too much today, but Veritable has been giving me a ton of stuff to talk about. So, Veritable, Veritable you should be on the show, goddammit. Join Skype. Um, but, uh, so anyhow, so without further ado, let me go around the room and give everybody a chance to tell the, tell you about their show. So, without any further ado, Mr. Uh, Blue Jeans Guy himself. 
Yes, host of that Blue Jeans Guy podcast coming up very quickly on my 400th episode. Wow. Uh, if you'd like to be a part of that, please send in your favorite or least favorite moments from the show. I also host the American Idol update with um, Ramble Redhead. And very soon, the So You Think You Can Dance update, hopefully with Michael Sage returning as co-host. All right. And without further ado, Mr. Brother Sinatus. Oh, you can follow me on Twitter or Google Plus or Audio Booze. All right. Ms. Donna Shagaz. <laughs> okay. You can always find my show, Big Silly Homo, at, uh, at BigSillyHomo.com, or you can find me in all the different places. Just look for Donna Sugars, Google Plus, Facebook, Twitter. All right. Draw something. Adam Friday. <laughs> Yeah, drawing something is the main reason why I went out and bought a new iPad. So, um, And then last but not least, uh, why is your room so dimly lit, Mr. Sater69? Because it's storming here. Ooh. I love storms, oh, except when they cause problems with my sub pump. But anyhow, tell us about your show. Well, I'm Scott the Sater. I'm the host of the Sater Sphere podcast. You can find us on iTunes, on Zoom, on Stitcher at the Sater Sphere, or go to our website at www.satersphere.blogspot.com. And I'm Anthony. You can find out about my show when we just started our seventh year. Hopefully, I'll be able to keep it going with my co-host and on Ashantino Lemon. You can find out more information at ashantinolemon.com. Of course, it has all of our great shows there. And, of course, this show, This Week in Game. So thank you, and we will see you next time on This Week in Game. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is true. Oh, Donna Sugars is now online. Uh, Yay! Uh, where is she? I don't see her. Oh, no, <laughs> she, she is. She's down in Riverside, California. No, I know that. Oh, crap. And he hangs up. Lovely. <laughs> Hello. Hit the wrong button. Yeah, you sure did, you silly bitch. Yeah. Well, hello, my darlings. Hello, Miss Donna. Hello, Donna. Hello, Donna. You beautiful girl, you. Oh, thank you. Donna, who's going to win welcome. RuPaul's Drag Race? Um, do you want realistic or do you want who I want to win? Realistic. Um, I want... Oh, God, it's tough. <laughs> I have a feeling that somehow that bitch Fifi is going to uh, fucking I, pull it out in the I last agree. minute. I, I have a feeling she's going to pull a Tyra and all of her ugly, disgusting looks that she's done in the past, she's going to pull out some fucking miraculous outfit and I think she's going to steal the show. Mm. But Donna, who do we want to win? Sharon Needles, Sharon darling. Sharon motherfucking oh. Needles, yep. Who doesn't love to share needles? <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Can't argue at all. Alright, let's get this show on the road. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Okay. Yes. And oh, let me look three, at guys and gals, stories. my apologies. And three.